This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. So yesterday we went through a list of, uh, I think it was on3.com. Was, uh, there was one of the guys there, writer, recruiter guy, was yeah. taking a look at the transfer portal quarterbacks, and he was predicting where they would go. Kind of interesting, because uh, a lot of these are, are getting close to crystallizing. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, and so today we got this email uh, from betonline.ag, and they, are, they have odds on where these guys will go. So a lot of them... Uh, the on three dot com guy was 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 spot on with who the favorite is. Some of them he was not though, and it's kind of interesting to look at. So Cam Ward, uh, Ohio State is the favorite. Yeah, and a lot of people. I mean, that's the whole Ryan Clark thing, supposedly spilling the beans. Most people think that that's basically a done <clears throat> deal, which is one of the reasons why McCord bolted in the first place. USC though is just two to one on that list hmm. for Cam Ward. Yeah. Uh, Dante Moore. By the way, at, people are saying two, two and a half million dollars for Cam Ward. Well, yeah, he's yeah, top a, two quarterback in the portal, yeah, right? There's a, there's a nice little price tag attached to that. So Dante Moore, yesterday we said, or the guy predicted Michigan State. Michigan State is the favorite, yeah. uh, but Michigan is right behind him. He being from Michigan, they think he's going to go home. Well, be, Oregon is four to one on him. Well, it'll be interesting to see, too, that if, if Childs ends up going to Michigan State, I mean, both are, I mean, I guess both just completed their their freshman year. Um, I'm, do you really want to go with a guy that is people are really high on Aiden Childs, and and you just got done with a nasty battle down at UCLA that you kind of won, and then was back and forth. Do you really want to go head to head with another freshman like that? If you're uh, you know if you're Dante Moore, so I don't know what Michigan's got coming in behind. I don't know. McCarthy. I mean McCarthy. I, I I don't know. I would assume a place like any place like Michigan, any place like. It, you're gonna have competition, like at USC. They've got is it uh, is it Malachi Nelson? I think is his name. I mean, you get to any one of those places, and you're dealing with a four and five star kid. I mean, so like you got to remember, anytime you you enter the portal as one of these quarterbacks, you can go in with the idea of yeah, like I'm going to be the starting guy. But most of these places, you will have competition. I mean, no one just rolls. No, no five star kid is just going to roll over and be like, yeah, well, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm it's your job. Who's Daquan Finn? Daquan Finn. Uh, I don't know if I know Daquan Finn. Well, it sounds like the favorite 
to land him is Michigan, whoever he is. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, okay. Oregon is not the favorite, although many think he is going to Oregon. Dylan Gabriel... They've they've got Oregon second on the list at three to one, but they've got one team listed at one to one, even money. Really, Mississippi State. What? Yeah, Mississippi State is in on a shocking number of these. Well, and they were supposedly kids. in. Supposedly they're in, and and I guess it would probably have to wait till after the you know the bowl game, or whatever. But there was a lot of scuttlebutt that you know <clears throat> Quinn Ewers, or not Quinn Ewers, but uh, Arch Manning. If Quinn Ewers uh, comes back, that Arch Manning could be the next one to say, I'm, I'm out of here, uh, if, if Quinn decides to come back. By the way, uh, Daquan Finn is the Toledo quarterback, which okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. But you see a lot of these guys from smaller schools like that that you know people are, are high on, and then you look at their numbers like, man, those are good numbers. You just don't hear about it because it's, it's from the MAC. Gabriel's favored to go to Mississippi State because his OC is now the head coach over there, Jeff Libby. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Ohio State is next after Oregon. Because supposedly there was a photo circling around of of Libby walking around with Arch Manning. And people were like, oh, oh. But, you know, who knows what that means. (laughs) But (laughs) there's just there's so many different rumors out there. DJU, Florida State, Mm -hmm. plus 125. Michigan State, plus 150. Uh, Kyle McCord. Now, yesterday they were saying, um, what's that guy? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I see it. Uh, Miami. Yeah. Miami's down the list a little bit. They have him, uh, the favorite to land him is Nebraska, plus 250. Huh. Another uh, round of crappy so quarterbacks you can go there in Nebraska. Because <laughs> Jeff Sims is leaving Nebraska, as I'm sure they're so crying bad. about. He was so bad. But this is the thing with like McCord. I know people are going to bag on him because it didn't look great at Ohio State, especially with all the weapons that he had. But again, tell everybody, you can get better. You really can. Bo Nix, Cam Ward, Michael Penix, all these guys were not necessarily viewed as can't-miss people. And by the way, Cam Ward, his first year at Washington State, was very average. Like, I remember, like, because he came from Incarnate Word, where he won, like, the lower Heisman. He was much better this year. Yeah, people thought he was going to come in and light the world on fire. And I'm telling you, Cam Ward, his first year with two thumbs, meh. And then this year he came out and had a great year, so... You see a guy like McCord that kind of gets pushed out at Ohio State, and if he ends up at Nebraska or wherever, people are going to roll their eyes. Again, you're probably dealing with a kid that was a he, he was the Ohio State starting quarterback as a freshman. I'm assuming that 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 is a four or high five star kid. He was probably a top ten recruit, and he wasn't terrible at the end of the year. That may be one of those kids that that goes somewhere, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden people are like, oh well, he's better than we thought. Yeah. Riley Leonard to Notre Dame. That's yeah, it's all about it. Yeah, he's deal. minus money there. Yeah, and then the other one they have on the list is Will Howard. He's from Kansas State. Yesterday they were predicting USC. USC not the favorite. They are second behind Texas A and M. Oh, okay. Well, A and M needs everybody because like their entire team is left. <laughs> if you you know Oregon, yeah, Oregon's getting the visit from that. Is it the Texas A and M defensive end, that, Nolan? Yeah, 
Yeah. Walter Nolan. Who, yeah, I guess he's a stud. Well, he was like, think like Kayvon Thibodeau, number one defensive player. He was part of that $25 million supposed class that is now basically just gone. It's like a fart in the wind. It's just evaporated. They're all gone. But he is, uh, by all accounts, like just just nasty and only going to continue to get better. A&M's just been decimated. The difference between like A&M, obviously, and like Oregon State is A&M, one, has the name, the money, all of that to rebuild their roster. Whereas, you know, some of the other schools, when you get devastated like this, it's just, it's it's hard to, to rebuild because there's a difference between losing depth and losing key players. So that's the key. Like, don't, don't pay any attention to like, oh, well, if 12 guys enter the portal. No, no. Look and see if they, f- if they fit into your plans. So w- when you lose a guy that, you know, that, that you, you look at it and, and you know that that one uh, leaves a big hole in your program, that's way worse than losing four kids that are depth or that were never going to play. So it's not all, not all transfer portal kids entering or, or the same loss for programs. When do these decisions get made? I would imagine not long. Uh, well, I mean, the, the, with the, the early signing period coming up, you're going to have to start. Teams are going to need to start finalizing these things sooner than So the than early, later. when do they sign? When's the? It's in December. I don't know. I believe it's in two weeks. Yeah, something like that. This whole calendar is screwy. College football needs to. I don't know. I guess some of it has to do with, you know, when kids are out of school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like it could be placed better. It's just, you it's, know, spaced better. Well, and remember, you'll have this one, and then there's another one that comes after spring as well. Because so. I feel like for, I mean, I mean, what are there, 80-some teams in bowls? Mm-hmm. I feel like for about 75 of those teams, the bowl game is, like, secondary right now. Yes. Oregon. Yeah. The bowl game's secondary. Oh, 100%. It is. I mean, I know they get the landing, and the coaches love to get three extra weeks of practice, and you can, you know— it's a good thing. I'm not saying they just they don't care. I'm just saying the more important thing right now in December is this is recruiting what they're doing right now well, and, and building and then signing and building a roster. And and this is happening more and more. You see, Washington hired a guy like kind of promoted <clears throat> him, and he's being called their general manager. So I mean, teams now have what's he do? What's that? What's he, that guy do? Hand out bags of cash? Builds the roster. It is now it, it the the way. So it's it, like the recruiting coordinator. It's more than that because now it's it's a recruiting coordinator, but also with the transfer portal, and you have to constantly be aware of who you think you can keep on your team, who is possible to leave, who are you trying to push out. Roster building now in college football is much more like the NFL than it ever was before. So when you have kids now that aren't developed – and that don't figure into your plans, that general manager, he is going to try to push them elsewhere. And it's also your job to figure out, okay, you know, we we only have so many scholarships. You have to find a nice balance between growing young talent and developing and plugging in holes that you need right away. And you also can't be caught with your pants down with, <clears> like, <throat> if, if, if you've got a tight end, you're like, hey, we're set here, and all of a sudden your tight end enters the portal. It is that guy's job to know whether that kid is solid or not. And if you think he's wishy-washy, you better be able to go out and find another one. So I just thought it was interesting they actually gave him the title of general manager. Yeah, his name's Courtney Morgan. Yeah. And he has been with DeBoer all the way back to San Florida State. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, they, they're calling him general manager, but he was previously the director of player personnel. Mm-hmm. So he basically just recruits. Yeah. And they say he's elite. Yep. You gotta, and he's elite on the West Coast. You got you to gotta build a roster now, and it's, it's more... The GM. Does Oregon have a GM? It's more complex than ever. Maybe that's why they lost. <laughs> they need a GM. So, you know, it's just, college football is uh, it's, it's a change in. And I guess they all have it. It's just a different, different, different titles. Title. Yeah, you have to have one now. <clears throat> you just have to. Like in, you know, like in the NBA now, in the NFL, like you have to have a cap manager. You have to have someone that's a cap specialist in order to kind of make everything work. And this is the other one that the, the GM uh, of these college football teams or player director or whatever is you have to allocate your NIL money. And, yeah, it's not coming directly from the school, but they know through their collectives how much they have. Like, one of the things that you hear from Washington is they don't pay for high school kids. Their their idea is we're going to save our money and uh, we're going to pay it to either transfer portal guys or if you come here and you develop, we'll pay to keep you. But that's one of the things you hear about why Washington isn't necessarily killing it on the recruiting trails is they don't want to hand out cash to high school kids. And there's a lot of other places that do. So, like, there's even different strategies when it comes to that. But if you've got, let's say your collective comes up with, like, eight, nine million bucks this year, you got a salary cap, man, and you got to figure out how you want to spend it. Do you spend it on transfer portal? Do you spend it on your own kids? Do you spend it on high school kids? You know, there's, you know, there's a, there's a thing there. Can I, let me read you the list of Oregon football support staff. Yeah. Chief of staff. Mm-hmm. Senior Associate AD of Administration and Operations, Assistant AD of Football Operations, Director of Football Operations, Director of External Relations, Director of Player Academic Development, Director of Player Development, Director of Player Engagement, Director of Scouting, Director of Recruiting Operations, Director of Recruiting Strategy, Onboarding Coordinator slash Assistant Director of Player Personnel, four more Assistant Director of Player Personnel, Assistant Director of Recruiting, Recruiting Assistant, and then you get down into the video production and content design. My God, you know, there's a lot. And by the way, you, you no longer just scout high school. You have to scout other players. Like you, you have to watch. You have to have someone that's in charge of looking around the the the, the college ball landscape at all levels and finding you know who you want. You know, you got to find a, a Bucky Irvin. You got to find a Dylan Johnson. I mean, hell, you got to go find a you got to find a Michael Penix. And some of that is relationship built, like with DeBoer and Penix, obviously it was there, but you know, it's crazy. You know, you, you just, you have to have more tentacles and more eyeballs out there now than ever before. It's a, it's, it's, it's a new way of doing business. All right. Up next is a lifeline coming for the Beavers and the Cougs. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.